Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Welcome, Rock Boat family. This is season three of the Boatcast, featuring Boatcast Eamon, Boatcast Mark, and yours truly, Boatcast Chris. We just got off of Rock Boat 22, and boy, oh boy, was it amazing. Just when you think Sister Hazel and Six Man can't one-up it, they managed to do it yet once again. And real quick, I would encourage you, if you're hearing this and you're on the line about joining, whether it be the, the, the book for next year for 23 or the pre-sale or the, the wait list, whatever it may be at the time of you hearing this, get on that list, get on that boat, because it will forever change your life. With that being said, guys, how you feeling? How are your rock boat blues? Rock boat blues. We live our life rock boat to rock boat. So this is not the end. It is just the beginning. I couldn't have put it better myself. I just want to say uh, I wish there was a drink package everywhere I went. <laughs> I tell you I what, could, I could use less drink package right now. Yeah. I came home. I came home from the cruise and I saw that Chris was at my house for a couple of days. He took advantage of the Novitsky drink package. I'll tell you that much. It did. It did. It not, was, uh, not a single beer left in the fridge, sir, huh? Except for the chocolate pretzel ones that you apparently didn't like. How, not a big chocolate pretzel. How was he, he going to get those hype videos out, you know, if he didn't crush all those beers? It's a small price to pay, you know. For sure. You know, the one that I did in your kitchen, Mark, with, um, and I had the split screen <laughs> with American authors, I uh -huh. think it's up to like 2,000 views now. So, yeah. and that's obviously all because of the listeners and all the fellow rock boaters that continuously support us. So, you know, just a big shout out to them. I mean, rock boat 22, just walking in to the, uh, the holding area, I guess you could call it for a Norwegian cruise line before we could get on the boat. And it's always so nice to see. It's like, it's like when you're like a sophomore and you've been in high school for a couple years and you're coming back for the next year. <laughs> And you walk in and you see everybody and everybody's like excited to see how you've been, how you're catching up. Because you can only do so much catching up on Facebook, right? And on, on, on texting and, and on FaceTime. But when you're there and then everybody's wearing the shirts that Six Man put out and people trying to decode what, what it all meant. It was, it was really, truly a unique experience. And we hadn't even gotten on the boat yet. Now, I was lucky enough to go with Mark to his area where he had to wait for his cabin and they had a bunch of sandwiches there. And I think I had like six of them <laughs> prior to those six. I may have pregame for the boat at the old Airbnb, <laughs> uh, but it, I don't know. It's just like the excitement, the atmosphere going up the escalator, seeing everybody again, people giving hugs, taking photos. It really people is giving uh, away their swag. Oh yeah. So much swag. I I had to go back to my cabin once on the boat. I had to go back onto my ca into my cabin 
three or four times because my pockets were filled with some of this amazing stuff that rock boaters have created from shot glasses to bottle openers to stickers to um you know shout out to to sherry butler for you know this i, I don't even know if this would classify as swag but it's 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 amazing swag and it's and it's customized and it's personalized for me mark and amen and she made us these amazing canteen cups which came in handy throughout the boat so thank you so much for that yeah that was so, like one of the I, coolest things i've ever gotten man that was a blow your mind kind of moment on the boat. Like, wait, what? I, I just, just seeing it without our names or rock boat on it. Cause just from, from afar, I'm like, that is so sweet that someone is giving us something like that. But the personalization, I mean, that just speaks to, to the, the quality of people on this boat. And, Let's talk about the quality of the people on the boat. Let's talk about people from staff to the fine folks at Six Man and, and such. And I know I got the opportunity to run into some people from Six Man. And I, you know, it's just, again, it was just, it was such a seamless transition getting onto the boat. And it's just a well-oiled machine. <clears throat> and then seeing the transition from different bands playing in different areas of the boat. And then the obstacles that came due to the wind the one night and how fast Six Man responded with such an awesome, you know, backup plan. Because, yeah, I don't know. It's just cool. And then just just seeing everyone, just like walking on to the boat, getting into the atrium, giving hugs. And just it's it's almost like we haven't left, but yet. You know, we're just reconnecting again. It's just amazing. And then just knowing the, the lineup, seeing the events that Six Man and Sister Hazel had in store for everyone. I got to give, I'm going to give my first band shout out right now to Sister Hazel, uh, Ken and Drew's keg set. Uh, that was the coolest thing that I had, mm-hmm. I had ever, I, I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Um, and then, and I didn't know this at the time, but they were handing out the way they advertised for it was like back in college, you know, flyers like the, the red flyers. Yep. It was, and then, the, and then the costumes and the pageantry and the excitement and the enthusiasm that you could see in each of the members of Hazel, uh, and then seeing their families out there too, which was really cool. Um, yeah, that was the first major highlight of of being on the boat for me at least it just like knocked my socks away and tons of other performances that were amazing but there's always those special moments uh, all of us as rock boaters know that there's all all performances are amazing but sometimes there's just some things you just take away from other ones that stick with you forever so and that's uh i'm gonna stop talking now because i gotta get a drink of uh, a drink of water here well as you say that I say we just go around Robin and let's talk about some of those moments. I mean, Eamon, what were some of those moments that you, when you walked off Rockboat 22 and 23, that you knew are going to stick with you forever? So, so I'll, I'll just, I'll kind of rattle off, I think, my top three, and then I guess we'll go from there. Um, but uh, the, the first one, the first moment was. 
um, having our how, our like entire crew uh, out there at the sports court um, watching a show, uh, you know, all kind of dead sit back in the middle with our boatcast shirts on, and uh, <laughs> your your daughter even got up. Your daughter's got up on the stage there, but uh, just kind of all all of us just being together, like taking in a, sh- a show that always that always gets me because. You never know where each of each and every person is going to be throughout the boat. We don't, we don't kind of tag along each other. We just kind of let the boat come to us. So um, that was that was probably my favorite. And uh, you know, seeing Aaron Patrick kind of get all emotional uh, during his last last set, uh, last song of the whole show was pretty was a pretty cool ending to that. Um, second has to be you know just. Just having the artists and listeners join us for for the for the breakfast with the boatcast, um, it was an awesome. Uh, you know, listeners kind of showed up before we even got there to set up. Um, <laughs> well, there was always there there was that kind of one hour uh, debacle. That we My bad. <laughs> for those quite who okay. are first time on a boat next year that are that are booked or booking, just be mindful of the time changes if you have. To be at a certain place at a certain time. Yeah, and shout and shout out to kind of uh, the artists who joined us: uh, Floorbird, Greenlight Morning, uh, Tony Luca, Mom Rock, Yamhas, uh, Magic Giant, Ali Hammer, and uh, of course Ter- Scott Terry showed up one oh, morning. Yeah. Always, just, just to kind of Big say hello. Out. Yeah, that was that was really awesome. He he just came by and was like, you know, I saw this on the list. I figured. I come by, say hello to you guys, see how you're doing. He's the sweetest cool. guy. The best. And the hat. That's why he's the mayor. That's why he's the mayor. You know what? I think our rock boat artists have the greatest collection of stylish hats. I mean, you had Austin's hat from Magic Giant. That thing was just like oh. sweet. Was Something else. And then you got Scott Terry's amazing hats. So it's like, I, don't, I don't think I can rock that. Hats. And don't forget Six Man Jen and her hat. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the third one, of course, and probably many of the listeners out there's uh, fan favorite is is just the Sailway Show. Um, every every year it gets you. Uh, Chris and I uh, partaked in a in a whole bunch of the shots, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, huh? I was just walking around. Gra- I mean, cause I I was trying to be respectful, right? So I just, I just grabbed one because that's what a normal person would do. But then they were then the, the the crew on the boat was just like have another one. I was like I'm not the person you want to lad to. <laughs> and they're like they just kept giving them to me, and I was like all right, let's keep doing them. This is, this is great. I immediately went onto the boat as a three X, and I got off as a four X. So you know, just, <laughs> just kidding. But I got my steps in, which was I so, think it was someone's watch. Who was it? It was a. Uh, uh, there was somebody on the boat that I was talking to, and they had their Apple Watch on, and it, the Apple Watch basically read it as like we can't keep we can't keep track of how many steps you got anymore. So have a good day. <laughs> like I saw the ring, and I thought it was gonna like the watch was gonna start smoking. So you yeah, get that's your exercise uh, on the boat. Yeah, that's my top three. Let's see if you guys could beat that. Let's see, we hear what you guys got. Go ahead, Mark. Well, I won't. 
it is no competition, but uh, interestingly, Greenlight Morning did make uh, my list as well. So I'm, in fact, all three soundcheck artists. I'm gonna go with the Showcase. Uh, right, right off the bat, you talk about starting the boat off right, and I would argue that this year might have been the best ever in terms of those soundcheck artists, but. Seeing Greenlight get up there and Floorbird and the Astronomers playing their hits. I mean, it it was hopping in there. And it was great to welcome those bands on this boat. Because I think we'll be seeing some of those bands around for a while. Just the way they were engaging with the community and with the f uh, fellow... They, they jumped right in to even getting up there and playing with Hazel... Uh, for the uh, Yacht Rock Day. So lots of engagement, and they figured out what this boat was all about even before they got on the boat. So throwing that out there, you know, some moments I think we all have that it's our own unique experience. And for me, I brought my kids on this year, which was the first time. And so you guys got the drink package. They got the all-you-can-play-in-the-arcade package. Uh, just putting that out there for parents. And by the way, the kids club is open. So that was really cool. But the uh, just one moment that came out of nowhere was my kids were playing and in walks this guy. And I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, how many boats for you? He said, actually, this is my first boat um, with the band. And I said, oh, who, who do you play with? And uh, it turns out that it was Lenny from Magic Giant, the drummer. And... We connected over a intense game of air hockey, uh, and it was just really cool to meet him on the personal level. We talked basketball. I'm sorry that he's a Brooklyn Nets fan, but you know, uh, needless to say, one of my goals for this year, our goal, is to get him on a pod because he was just a really cool dude. Um, I, I'll just go with those two, and I, Chris, what you got for me, man? Well. I have to go with. Um, are we going three, two, one, or go however, however your you, heart? You do you, bro. I mean, there was yeah. a pretty specific instruction list that I got what today, are, so I'm not sure I don't screw this up. Well, it was gonna go one, 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 and then Eamon went with three, and I was like, people don't okay. want to hear me talk that long in a row. No, 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 they don't. Um, They're not an intern anymore, ladies and gents. No, apparently not. <laughs> Um, I'm not. I'm not one. I'm not really one for uh, instruction and rules. So nope. Sorry. Amen. Is that a a boatcast jersey? It is. Yeah. Show the crowd. Yeah. So if if you're just listening to us, I would suggest jumping onto our YouTube channel, subscribing, so you can see Amen's um, basketball jersey that we had created, uh, that Mark had created for the 2023 boat season, and. Uh, it it resembles the Michael Jordan. Now, um, now you're gonna now you're gonna make me like have to show it. Yeah, we're gonna need the, you to. It's the goat boat, baby. There it is. Turn so around, boat twenty three. All right. This is what the listeners subscribe for. <laughs> Very Your brother Dan's gonna have a good time with that. <laughs> um, so okay, so I'll start at three, and then um, I'll, I'll work my way down. Um, so I would say my number three moment 
was when Austin from Magic Giant stood on my shoulders during the last show of the evening in uh, the Stardust. Um, they were inside because epic? of the weather, but it was... It's pretty cool. <laughs> we had briefly discussed about it because of their pool deck performance, and he had... He's like, I want to stand on someone's shoulders, and everybody had pointed to me because I'm just like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a larger fellow. Little guy. And... It was funny, it was comical, and then we had him on for breakfast, and he uh, he and I were chatting, and it was just something in passing. It wasn't, like, scripted, and I just so happened to be in the second row at the last show, and he leaned over during his performance and kindly asked me, which was amazing, uh, do you mind if I stand on your shoulders? In the middle of a performance for Magic Giant, and I don't know if, <laughs> if y'all have seen them play, but it's not like an orchestra, so it's a little... You, they're louder. So anyway, I give him the uh, the the okay, and he jumps up, and I know Eamon and a few others helped him up, and he stood and said a couple verses from a from a song, Disaster Party, and uh, jumped off and kind of went viral. So uh, yeah, that would be my number three. Like that was just man, that was pretty cool. Uh, <sighs> Number two would have to be seeing Dawn Shaw's speech um, that she had given in helping her prepare for a speech that she was giving at a, either a university or a college or uh, some entity. Um, so sitting in that room, so I was there in the front row. It seems to be a pattern. I like to get there early for things that that I feel might be very impactful. But... um. So Dawn is a, a fellow rock boater. She's a motivational speaker. She's done a TED Talk. And we all knew that Ken Block from Hazel was going to introduce her and say a few words about her, and she was going to start off with her speech. And to the left of me was Tony Luca, and then um, next in between us were, uh, uh, who was it? It was um, a couple that's been on so many boats, um, uh, the Bunces. They were there, and Dawn's speech was just so, you know, in that moment in time, and I put it out there on Facebook, like, to be on a ship with all these amazing artists and all this commotion, this movement, these amazing songs, these amazing collaborations, people catching up over years of not seeing each other, uh, to have that ability to capture people's attention um, and keep it for an hour is not easy to do and in that environment in and she and she nailed it um she just absolutely crushed it and i would hope that you know um that however we can continue those types of things on the boat whether it be through the eyes of six man or hazel or however they see that happening you know i know that they'll do it right and i would encourage uh anybody who's on a boat who sees something like that on the schedule just take that time and just go see it because uh, it was very, very impactful. And at some point, we will have Dawn on our podcast to chat about that moment, and um, and we'll go from there. And and again, six man, well done. You have embraced this rock boat community because it's about more than the music. So thank you for that. I know there was also Pilates with Amy up there. So you are you are building upon the ripples that six man and sister Hazel have created. So thank you for that. 
and then uh, my number one. Well, I I thought we were doing twenty two. Eamon just did three. I did two. Let's just keep rolling. Okay. Let's give the listeners more. Let's let's you see know, if we can put I'd together to twenty two. I'd have to say, what really struck me was how many artists reached out on their platform, their stage, their their classroom. If you're a teacher per se, um, and and honestly gave us shout outs. Uh, that was unexpected, and there were people, there were fellow Bodos boaters from other shows coming up to me telling me that said artists give you a shout out and I was just like I just kept hearing it and hearing it and it was you know you we don't I don't think the three of us realize the I mean it, it's noted but I don't think we realize the impact that we may have when we have an interview with someone and it's just it's humbling to be able to get that feedback um because we're just doing this because we love music and we love the artists. We love our community. And the other thing that, you know, re- people that I got to figure out a way how to remember people's names. Because um, so many people took photos with me and uh, we were just chatting. And I really, really hate not remembering people's names. And so I'll have to figure out a system next year. Um, to uh, It might to it might be not being so many beers deep, sir. No, that's not no, because it's like it was. There was a lot of people and uh, a lot of fellow boaters, and we we need to bring. We're gonna bring. Uh, we're gonna bring the bo- We're gonna bring Bowcast name tags, and we're gonna slap Ooh. it on. Slap it on their uh, <laughs> attire, and tell them to to wear it until we remember their names. <laughs> oh, that's Why a good does... idea. We should just get stickers and put them on our shirt and be like, "Oh, hey, I talked to you. Just write your name here." And then when I. <laughs> At the end of the night, I'll have the shirt because I'm not going to rewear the shirt, and I'll have it. Really, to, that was you. That was. I said hi to Rebecca. I said hi to Jim. All right, we're well, good. I got well, their handles. Need, I think what I think what could happen is we get them to write their name right, and we get a picture with them right. So then we got we got a backlog of pictures and names. So then we have our homework to do to remember them for the next time. Yeah. Well done. I like it. Speaking of speaking of homework to do, we actually appreciated a lot of boaters coming up with suggestions of you need to get so and so on. And what's yep. really exciting is our goal this year is to get more boaters. We heard that loud and clear. We want to hear your stories because, like Ken Block said, you know, two hundred, uh, twenty five hundred people, twenty five hundred different rock boats. So we would love to get you on. If you're hearing this, if you're watching this on YouTube, reach out to us and let us know because everybody in this community has a voice and needs to be heard. Um, I have to say that I was completely blown away. I was with Eamon when this moment happened. We were standing up, looking out over to the pool, over to the over onto the pool deck um, and somebody approached us with a with a plate and on that plate what I thought was an egg roll was one of the Elvis wraps mm-hmm. and I didn't even I didn't know I know that we had spoke about it in our episode with Seth from Need to Breathe and 
she's the the lady was so kind she's like here look it's it's from your podcast episode and i was like we we didn't know what she was getting at (laughs) i was like what and then i think eamon at that point was like i have to go get a picture of this and so eamon went and did that and then i think later on that evening um down somewhere in the boat i had ran into to seth and he turned to me and he said dude Nobody told us. I was like, nobody told me. He's like, they created it. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. He was like elated. He was very happy about it. And it was just really cool to uh, to see that. And But again, I, I think for me, the biggest takeaway from this year's boat was just, I mean, you always feel a sense of community on the rock boat, right? There's There's no... You know, you just you just do. It's the atmosphere that that Six Man and Hazel have created, and I don't know, but this year I felt like people just wanted to talk more about their experience on the boat, and I got to spend a lot of time with a lot of awesome, a lot of fellow boaters, chatting with them and hearing their input. I mean, it would easily have to be over at least 150 people I chatted with, hands down. Um, and probably 80 of them I, I've i never spoken to before in my life, but they, but they listen, and just some of the feedback, too, like Mark was saying, like, you know, people wanting more fellow boaters on, and that's, that's always been our goal from, from day one, but it, it's nice to hear when someone comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I I have an eight-hour drive every day to work or et cetera, those types of things. And, like, your podcast, there's a couple that – not a couple. There's a group of three girls that we're going to have on our podcast at one point. But they had mentioned that it was their first boat, cruise ship in general, and they listened to the podcast to get prepared. And hearing that from our listeners – you know, it's always great to get an awesome artist on. Don't get me wrong; it's so cool to get the knowledge, the insight, their thoughts, and obviously the Rockwell community is special. But when you hear a, a listener say that, you know, you're like you are part of us on these days between the boats. I mean, that's the stuff that you know makes me all giddy inside. And um, yeah, so the the collaboration between fellow boaters for me was definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Keep this big boy giddy, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, the breakfast with the bowcast was, I think, a very unique aspect, too, for the individuals that wake up in the morning that have something, you know, because there's, you know, there really just isn't anything to do. Like, it is what it is. So it's like, why not try to get some, wrangle up some artists and some fellow boaters? I know we had Chad Alexander on, who also has a podcast. We had um, Carlos on, who's like our number one fan. We had Ali Hammer on. And then we had some awesome artists that came on. And then again, I, back to what Eamon said, Scott Terry popped by. That was pretty cool. That was like, that was really nice to, to, to see that he took time out of his day to swim oh, by and, and see us. You want to you wanna talk about um, uh, <laughs> something he had up on stage with him that you were very proud to see as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go there. All right. So 
for individuals who sometimes catch our episodes or for individuals who are just listening to us this year because you're going on 23 and 24, every year we do this Humble and Kind Award and we present said artist with a turkey trophy. And it's probably five inches tall, doesn't weigh that much. And it's our Humble and Kind Award and it's done to recognize an artist or a band that just goes above and beyond for the rock boat community, their community in general. And then we make a donation to um, their said charity. And that's usually around Thanksgiving is when we do that. So two years ago, we had gave it to Red One and Blue Scott Terry. And so we're out there like like rocking out Scott Terry, Red One and Blue on the pool deck. And right in front of where the drummer is, I believe it's the drummer, um, there's like this like suitcase trunk looking thing with bumper stickers on it and Scott has a, th- a couple gnomes up there and then I noticed the trophy was there and I was like what and I was like <laughs> I was as happy when I saw that as when um, when the lady came up to us with the with the elves wraps I was like elated I was just like like <laughs> and that and that goes to show you right there for anybody who's ever questioned about coming on the boat, those are the artists. Those are the kinds of artists that that Azel and Six Man picked to be on there. Just humble, amazing, decent human beings who get it. And um, you know, that's just yeah. I will I never think, forget that. I think I think the the term that uh, Six Man Jen used for Scott Terry is perfect. The the glue, yeah. the glue of the boat. The glue. Um, breakfast with Bocast, Austin. Well, I'm going to throw one out there. Yeah. Right. I was waiting for you to take that deep breath. Like you were about to say something, Chris, and threw that in there. Well, I think the key to a good sea day is when they kick it off with a live wire performance out on the pool deck and six man, uh, once again, they know their bands. They know the crowd. I'm going to talk about the hero of the band pool deck show where there was so much energy, so much muscle, so much energy out there. <laughs> I mean, I, I pulled my back out just watching that. It was incredible. I mean, this was, they blew me away because there's something to be said about their amazing, you know, their studio sound. But when you see them live, and it brought me immediately back to the last time they were on the boat back in uh, Rock Boat 20 when they were playing downstairs Bar City Magnums and got the energy and it was killer. And people, you knew the day was starting off right when you hear that. They are so high octane. I mean, they just... And I forget who it was, but one of them was at the uh, the headphone dance, uh, the shut up and dance at night. Mm-hmm. He was crushing it on the dance. He was in a blue Power Ranger outfit, <laughs> uh, which was kind of cool. Um, but you know, it, just in general, like all over the boat, and that was something this year that, you know, years, you know, you guys obviously have a few boats under your belt more than I do, but the boats that I've been on, 
you always see the artist. I don't know, and you can call me crazy, but this year I feel it was just elevated. Like there were artists everywhere at every performance for all other artists mingling with the crowd chatting it up taking photos and that is just if you're on the fence about going um go book it because book it because there aren't going to be any cabins left within a week of this podcast because they are going quickly which is amazing again kudos to the talent that six man's brought on uh but book now you can think about it tomorrow but book today and you know it's it it's just so nice like to see that interaction between fan and and singer artists um it just it just is and you know but there is you know speaking about fans and artists and you know gratitude there's one individual that I think we all can collectively agree that made, at least for us, the three of us, um, it just an extra special boat this year. And before I say said person's name, I just want to say that this this person I, I got to hang out with and, and get to know at Textified Jam Fest, which is a festival that's... Um, operated by two fellow boaters, Leah and Todd uh, Connor. And I got to spend time. We, but what we all did, I just had some time alone with him to chat about music, um, about life. And throughout the past year, just the endeavors that, that he was doing to help raise money for, for, for kids and for good causes along with other artists. So, I, I mean, my... My biggest moment uh, would have to be when we found out that Brian Facchino was going to ask us up on the stage for the Positivity Jam. That was just the nicest thing that he could have done. And that's, I mean, that, that was like, that's, that was, that, that's, that's there. That was at the top of all of our list. That was an experience that we will never forget. And being up there with you two brothers, it was just so special. It, it's, it was just, yeah, it was just surreal. Uh, and there's, you know, uh, yeah, it was, uh, there's not much more to say than it was just, if you were there and you saw us there, I was just like a deer in headlights. I'm like, this is the nicest thing. I I'd have to so like there's always like different kind of moments right so like that's like the the icing on the cake right and we've listed other moments so like what what are some of your like high energy moments right because there's always like a good like seeing Dawn speak you know it's not like seeing Magic Giant play right but it's still it's impactful and I just want to go to my late night impactful moment on the dance floor. Oh, dance I thought bones. you were going to say in the buffet. Nope. And, uh, and so on the dance floor, just rocking it out. And then, you know, I bump into many. I said, I saw Chad Alexander. I saw Isaiah. 
and it's so cool because it's such a common area and everybody's just like it's like living the best life they can on that dance floor it's just awesome and sweating and then to see scott terry out there and his lovely wife right and he's like hey meet and i was like this is so cool it's so nice to meet you and and then you know i'm like bebopping around like you know the state puff marshmallow man and and then i see somebody who's got the same haircut as me and it's ken block out there with his family and you know so graciously he introduced me to them uh there on the dance floor which was awesome and and then you just see fellow boaters um and it's just like i already got messages from people from fellow boaters like we got to meet up on the dance floor again i was like all right let's work on my moves <laughs> but i feel like for like high energy unscripted kind of moment that that night there would have been it for me for that um biggest surprise moment for me that i was like instantaneously like really just happy to see was the um the night that they had to do the audible and change um where bands were going to perform because of the Mm -hmm. because of the wind and going on the the website to see the schedule changes and then i see the lgbtq social hang and i like looked around and i was like did anybody else see this and I, i don't remember the answers from everybody but I was like, all right, group, I'm out. So I went down there. I met some of the most amazing, most beautiful people. And we chatted for a little while. And then I saw the amazing Will Byington come by. And I was like, we got to get a group photo of this. You know, mm-hmm. this is such a great group of people. So we got we got a photo. And it's up there on, on the website for the photos from Rockboat 23. So, like, high-octane high moments, humbling moments, unscripted moments, there's all these moments that are on this boat, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and see what some of your moments are here, Mark. So talk talk to us about your a favorite moment that you had outside of the air hockey tournament that you had with with your family, with your do- with your two daughters and and your wife, Allie. You know this. Well, I'll jump into actually, Eamon already highlighted the the most kind of intimate moment was up there on the sports court with green light morning and our whole crew the whole family there danny megan as well um but seeing my girls up on stage singing um that was really special but combining family and high octane i would go with the neon trees uh show on the pool deck and I had my little one and she was you know there's that area where adults aren't allowed to stand but because she's eight years old they let her stand up there and she (laughs) was going to town dancing and loving neon trees and Jet from Sister Hazel came up and said yo man you're bringing her up right and give me a handshake and uh Ken Block and his son Chance actually got some video for Chance's blog of her dancing just because she was in her element and loving it. So that was one of those moments that I just felt so connected to to my daughter. And it's like I, I just almost cry when I think about it. It was it was that special. Eamon? So moment I'll, for I you. Talk, 
Yeah, I want to talk about some high octane moments, some shows, yeah. man. Um, so I, I really couldn't, I could really couldn't separate these two bands, who played in the Stardusk, and as many boaters know, uh, it, late at, shows late at night in the Stardusk could be some of the hardest shows for a performer uh, to have to perform. And I was, I was talking to Sam of of, of Welshley Arms about this, and. Uh, it, you know, American authors and Welshley Arms in the Stardust in the Stardust for those shows were absolutely electric. There was no way, no matter how many drinks you had, you were falling asleep during that show. Uh, high octane, you know, jamming out, being out there in the crowd too. I mean, Zach always. Uh, those were two some two of the best shows that I've ever seen in, in Stardust and. Uh, the the audience was totally into them, so I know I gave both those uh, artists props on it because it's not an easy thing to do there. And the other the other the other show and band that kind of stuck out to me was uh, down in Magnums, um, the Beaches. Man, those girls absolutely rock. Um, I caught I was able to catch like portions of both their shows at Magnums, and you know, the first one was very well attended. The second one was mom rock esque from like last year. Wow, uh, there was that many people, um, and they were crushing it. And they were just in awe of how many people were kind of lined up all the way through, um, you know, back past the bar. So that was kind of a cool moment that for them, and and for me to kind of see them rock out as well. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the beaches. They have a summer tour coming up, which kicks off um, April 21st in Seattle, Washington, and it runs all the way through May 26th. So if you saw them on the boat, you know, go see them. Check out their website, thebeachesband.com. Grab your tickets. They're going to Washington, Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arizona, Beach Life Festival in Boston so Boston Calling Festival so I mean you know if you're listening to us and you're a fellow boater and you've seen some of these amazing bands I would encourage you to talk to people who've never been on the boat and get them to listen to these amazing artists is it just Tony Luca I got a sweatshirt on look at that yeah I was gonna say that that shirt tell us the story about that yeah, uh, so basically he walked up and gave it to me. <clears throat> that's Pretty the, cool. That's the story. Uh, Luca is no, just like as cool no. as they come. No, really you is. know we um, we have a you know Tony is such a a people person and he's he's got a lot going on. He's had so much going on professionally, and you know he also was one of those artists for the volume one of the Wings. You know, had a song for Earth Angel Charities, and you know, he just uh, he he knows what's important, and he likes to give back. And you know, he he was humble enough to to swing by and chat with us on the boat. And I saw him many times. Like I said, I saw him in Dawn's speech, and you know, the guy has he, a uh, permanent smile, man. I think like. <laughs> You can't, For a second, you can't. I didn't think it was him because he shaved his beard. Yeah, I, I was a little <laughs> thrown off by that until until I heard a voice. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> the one, the only. 
So I think I got uh, I think I got two more kind of softer softer like feel good moments um, that nice. I have. I don't know if you guys got through yours, but um, if if you're listening, you could probably add up these and it'll it'll equal twenty two. <laughs> uh, they 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 are um, one was uh, during the during the red wanting blue and friends show. Um, Christy Lee got up there, right? Yeah. And uh, I was I was kind of up at the top behind the stage where you could kind of look down and see who's coming up next, who's getting off uh, artist-wise. And I got to witness kind of Christy Lee get up there, you know, sing her pipes off, right? And then as she was, like, kind of getting off the stage, you could see, like, she had, like, she had just like stopped and needed like one of those moments because she just couldn't believe what she had just done. Um, it was it was really cool to kind of see from like that standpoint uh, because not many people got to see that uh, from my viewpoint. But uh, people were coming up to her afterwards, like hugging hugging her, this that and the other. But you could you could kind of see that she was kind of still in you know shock, like getting up in front of. All of those people and doing what she just did with Scott up there was 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 one really feel good story. And uh, the last one that I have here is uh, you know back uh, I guess about a year well less than a year ago Mark and I uh, went to go see Mom Rock here in Philadelphia and uh, Floorbird actually opened up I think it was their second performance uh, ever. Uh, they opened mm-hmm. up for Mom Rock, and I leaned over to Mark, and I was like, "We gotta get these guys on." Like after, like during, like as they were doing their show. So rest and behold, after the shows, we went up to them. Like, let's have you on a podcast. Let's, let's you know, try to let people know what you guys are all about. And to we kind of gave them a little bit of a push. Like, hey, you should, you know, check out this sound check. And Eric was like, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. They were thinking literally nothing of it. Like, they got a, you know, needle in a haystack chance of uh, of kind of winning. But um, it goes to show you when you kind of, when you're, when you're that good and you do everything right by engaging with the fans through the social media that look what happens. And it was just a proud, I had a proud moment there just seeing them like, seeing the fans and seeing everybody rock out to their music uh every show on the boat that was kind of a that was a feel good moment for me yeah and and they had a unique sound on this boat some something that you know lineup wise they brought that uh, uh that element of the the punk sound um you know and and I feel like there were so many boaters that came up and were like, we listened to your podcast about them and yeah. these guys are amazing. They need to be back on this boat. And, and I agree. I mean, it was just, it, I felt like a proud dad, like, come on guys, you're, you're doing it. Yes. And you killed it. And just incredible personalities. I saw them all the time talking with boaters too. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Chris, you know, as we're talking about feel good, intimate moments, do you want to talk a little bit about, 
the six man uh, sessions at sea. I do. Uh, got there early. Got a good seat. Of course, you 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 never miss that one. Well, front row, and, let me uh, guess. What's that? Was it sorry, front row I was again? I'm not used was to being front row. Was it? <laughs> Was it front row? Oh, yeah, I was in the front row. Uh, so, actually, I was in the second row, I should say. I was in the front row. I was in the second row. So, I'm sitting there, and, you know, everybody comes out, and Fakino comes out, and just the collaboration and the com- the connections that were made between those artists alone, outside of the relationships that were being made while on the boat with additional artists, you could you could see the true connection between each of the you know the connectivity between all the artists up there on stage tony luca christy lee megan slackard forgive me if i'm forgetting anybody uh mom rock um Fikino, uh charty um it's just it was just really cool it's like like they were like kids at school it was they're they're learning and um, nobody's better than another and the music that they put out for that sessions was awesome so uh, that was an experience and if you didn't have a chance to go see it last you know this past boat I would I would strongly encourage you to swing by the sessions and check it out it was awesome as you're mentioning mom rock um, shout out to Tara sporting a boat cast shirt up there at Red Wanting Blue and Friends, but that wasn't even where I was gonna go. Mom Rock and the collection touring together, <sighs> mind blown. Sign me up wherever that's at. Yeah, amazing. That'll be an amazing <sighs> tour. Yeah, the two of them together are gonna, uh, you know, that 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 tour is gonna. Those tickets are gonna go quick. Yep. As as quick as the cabins are going for twenty three. Um, what, I, I feel like I wanted to say something and I forgot what it was. I just want to give everybody, um, on social media who follows us and listens to us as we wind down this recap episode, um, you know, just a big shout out. Just thank you for following us, giving us feedback. There is so much feedback, um. I know I had put something out there, and I got it. There's like over, I think, 50 plus comments, all positive, about the breakfast with the Bowcast. You know, that was something that we all, me, Mark, and Eamon, and, and, um, and some other people, worked really hard to get done in it. And I would encourage, um, I'm confident we'll be able to do it again, and we will do it again. And I would encourage you on 23 to, to swing by and see us. and Feel free to always, you know, drop and leave us messages and ideas and suggestions because we're just like every other boater. We want to have the best experience and we don't have all the answers. So if if something needs to be turned up, if a speaker needs to be moved, let us know so we can bring that experience to you in the in the morning hours while we're sitting at a port or we're out there in the middle of the ocean and we're eating eggs and having coffee and chatting about the night before and what's going to come up the night of i i loved it i thought it was great and uh and thank you to thank six you. man for yeah. yeah boom yeah thanks you know and and the 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 equipment they 
so generously let us use when we needed it mm -hmm. and just the uh you know the push of confidence that they gave us to be you know to have that platform so uh yeah and speaking of that one of the moments that i wanted to discuss as well was the secret episode uh that we we recorded upstairs right outside of the spinnaker uh in the yeah. chapel had never been in the chapel before uh and and there's actually a little backstory to that as well. We were we did an excursion. Actually, first time on Rockboat I ever did an excursion. But uh, Chris and my family, we all went to the Atlantis. And Chris went back a little bit early because he he had known that this was likely going to happen. Um, but I was still trying to get family time in. But left earlier, and. Several boaters and I were waiting for the bus. The bus actually picks you up at the bottom of the hill. So we ended up having to take a taxi, but my wife had all of our money and credit cards. So thank you to listeners for saying, listen, I, I, I listen to you guys when I'm outside exercising and the least I can do is pay for your $5 taxi. So you know who you are. It, it made the difference because of you, because of you taking care of that taxi. I was able to get upstairs and get the recording equipment with about two minutes to spare before six man showed up for that recording. So pretty incredible. Thank you. Thank you. But that was, that was so much fun and it was great to, it was actually tough because we had so many boaters like, who do you think they're going to ask? Do you guys know? And almost felt like we were um the having to give little white lies i i know what it feels like to be a stowaway um before the fact now you know Eamon was there with me for that moment yeah shout yeah. out to melissa and mom <laughs> yep and you know what it was it was so cool in that you know um trey trey and six man jen came in and they're like is this going to be like five minutes? And uh, uh, we said, eh, we'll figure it out. And then uh, the episode ended up being 50 minutes later. So uh, I couldn't be I couldn't be more happy with the way it turned out. And uh, Trey is really a rock star on the mic, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And he's got some great puns. Yeah, he does. Well, Chris, what you got? You're giving that look, bro. I'm, I, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm just excited for our upcoming season. I'm excited for the artists that we already have booked. I'm excited for the fellow boaters that we already have booked. We've got some awesome stories. We're going to have some awesome recaps with, again, the boaters, the artists, and, um, we got some, some surprises in store. And uh, only all possible because of our listeners. And we're just thank. I mean, I you know we're all so very thankful for every time you tune in and listen to an episode. So, and spreading Man, the love I, of the great music yeah. that everybody puts out. And I know there are so many moments that we didn't mention. I mean, how did we not even mention the heavy hours, the Talbot brothers? But that that's what this boat is. There are so many experiences that everybody has their own. So if we left anybody out, it was not, 
intentionally. Uh, it's just sometimes or we're we're saving them for a podcast. Ooh, well, that could be true. Um, well, as you talk about involvement of the boaters this year, we are really looking to, you know, to experience this rock boat, uh, experience life rock boat to rock boat. And with that, I think we all came out of this, uh, this boat some with some goals ankles. for next year. Mine um, were swollen ankles. Just kind of put it out there. And look, ankles. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I got off the boat and I felt like a bus had hit me, not because of the partying or having an amazing time or just having a, the time of my life as all boaters do. But let's be honest with every boat. We're not getting any younger. <laughs> all right. 23 year old Chris is, is it can't be partying like a 23 year old on 23. <laughs> so, uh, but, but what, but I think what we all can do, um, at least what I can do because I can only control what I can control. And that's, and that's what I do is to, the music is amazing. The entire experience is amazing. And you are a vessel on that vessel. So what's your vessel like? And my vessel right now could probably lose some weight. Uh, make a, eat a couple more salads here and there. Be a little bit more mindful. So when the next boat comes, uh, it's a it's a full body experience from head to toe, internally, mentally, physically. And I'll leave the, the mental and the inspirational and the emotional stuff up to Six Man and Hazel to do with the music and the, and the events and the whole atmosphere of the boat. And what I'm going to control is I'm going to control the, the physiological part of it. And, uh, you know, not feeling like my ankles are going to fall off <laughs> on my second day. Um, and that's not for any other reason other than decisions that we all make. It's always good to splurge, I think. And I think this year, it's not like a resolution for me at least, but it's just like, how to get my body rock boat ready. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. So, well, with that being said, you know, so I was just talking about, you know, um, getting our bodies rock boat ready for 23 and 24, not just, not just, you know, with music and, and the excitement of, of the travel and the festival itself, but from a head to toe, experience you know like i was saying we'll leave the the inspiration and the music and 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 the empowerment up to hazel and, and six man to provide that energy and atmosphere for us but control what we can control right so like maybe a few more salads here and there so my ankles aren't super swollen when i'm on the boat and i'm not the only one on the boat who's got swollen ankles I'll tell you that but nope but you know small baby steps between now and the next boat for me personally is a goal and it's something that I think I want to share with our listeners. And we have Dr. Allie Nowitzki, who's also a fellow rock boater, on with us today. And she knows a thing or two about living a healthy lifestyle. 
about encouragement, about setting goals. She's a, a life coach, along with a plethora of other amazing accomplishments in her life. And I just think it'd be really cool to to have her on and chat a little bit about, you know, set, set, setting goals between now and the next boat. You know, I'm not going to be an Abercrombie and Fitch model, let's be honest. So, well, well, how do you how do you know that? I think that's being pretty judgmental about yourself. None of them have hair. Oh, they all have hair. <laughs> you'll be you'll be you'll be out there like hero the band, man. Come on. So, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be great to have Ali on to talk about uh you know, maybe some helpful tips that if you're a listener and you're on the boat and maybe you saw yourself, you know, not making the best decisions before the boat and or after the boat because I had nine pina coladas after I got off the boat and those are the worst <laughs> things to drink. I didn't know how bad they were until I had one. And at this point it's like you're already in it, might as well just keep going. And so like those things, those those mental challenges maybe. So Allie, fire away. And awesome. welcome. I mean well thank you for having me. This is amazing. Um it's really funny that I actually now have Invisalign in my mouth, and um, it's it's actually a little bit difficult to talk. So if I sound like I have a lisp, just like it's okay, it's just Invisalign. But I would love to talk about this, and I think what you said, you nailed it um, when you said goal. And I think that for everybody, you know, we all have different goals, and I think that's super important. And it's it's something that I think we as a society glaze over pretty quickly because. Usually when we hear health or I want to make some changes towards my health, everybody's mind automatically goes to how much weight can I lose? And I think what we're trying to do is to really shift away from that. So I think if you're out there listening and you're hearing what we're talking about and, you know, setting some goals, it's like, okay, number one, what is that goal? And number two, don't get turned off yet because I didn't say anything about weight loss. So really kind of optimizing our health. We can really do that at any size. So let's go ahead and, hey, listen, there's three of you right here. This is great. It's like a group coaching session. This is my element. It so is. if I could go and around, like. By the way, Chris yeah. is not the only one who's trying to get healthy before the next boat. Eamon had the same conversation. And, Allie, as you very well know, I am, I'm all in. <laughs> I gave. I love I, it. I gave, I gave in and took the elevator a few times. And I don't. I. I don't know if it's my age, but uh, it's definitely uh, not not taking care of myself. But well, okay, so I, I, lo- I love it. So like, so goal number one, right? Take better care of ourselves for more optimal health, and so that's what I really speak on. So I'm going to actually just take that as the goal because whether your goal is, you know, I, I talk about optimal weight loss, which is muscle mass maintenance with body fat loss, so really more of a body composition type situation. But let's just talk about like improving longevity. So we know that just walking 10 minutes a day actually improves longevity by about 40%. So right there. So let's just start there. So here's some real kind of easy things. So if you know your goal or you don't know your goal, but you know that you have a health goal, that you want to improve your health, then I'm going to give you what I would start with. And so, you know, and I think that here's the other cool thing about the rock boat you know, live your life rock boat to rock boat. I think a year is a very realistic time frame for making some significant health changes. I think that anything less than that is not enough time. And so I usually tell all my clients, if you're not willing to stick with something for, wait for it, 18 months, it's really about 18 months. Don't even bother doing it because it's not going to be lifelong. And the way, and I mean, 
I know there's some younger rock boaters, but I'm, I'm not getting any younger. And so I know for me, if I'm not going to do something long-term at this point, it's, I'm not going to waste my time. And so I like to go with very realistic strategies. So one of the things that is really kind of big that anybody can do if you're able to walk, because obviously I'm being, you know, very mindful that some people can't walk. They might be in a wheelchair or they have disabilities or whatnot. But if you are able to walk, walking, and I don't mean setting your 45 minute timer and doing a power walk. I mean, the amount of steps you get in a day. And so here's the really cool kind of science and literature that's out there now. 10,000 steps, like everybody thinks, well, where did that come from? Is that just something that's arbitrary? It's actually really not, but it actually can be less than 10,000 steps. So people that get 3,000 steps or less per day are considered sedentary. People who get above 3,000 steps per day improve their longevity. So there's this nice little window that happens between 3,000 and about 7,000 steps a day that you can significantly increase how long you will live just by taking greater than 3,000 steps a day. Um, actually, if you get up to 10,000, that's an awesome goal. That's about five miles a day. Um, there's not a huge increase from 7,000 to 10,000 in terms of the amount of health you can improve from that point. But it can help with your total daily energy expenditure, which can help if you're trying to lose weight, let's just say. So that's right there. Like number one, get more steps in your everyday. Sounds yeah. doable. Not, yeah. yeah, right? Like we want to keep things doable, right? So on the cruise, right, on the rock boat, our family makes a commitment that we don't take the elevator. We take the steps. I mean, it helps that we have two kids that are super afraid of the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, take the stairs. If you and, and again, I'm trying to be really mindful because I realize that not everyone has the luxury to be able to walk and to walk upstairs. But if you have that ability, you know, you might be on the fourth deck coming in from like Porta Plata and you might have had 25 strawberry daiquiris. You know what? Just get yourself a moving up those stairs. Just get some more steps in bottom line. And if you really do that, if you commit to that on a daily basis, you will see significant improvement in your health just by that one thing alone. And, and I think the other thing too is we are all entitled to have that week. You know, there's, there's no regrets. Uh, you know, Drew Copeland album, no regrets looking back at what we do on our week off there. Everyone rock boats differently, but it's from this point on where we, as the boat cast are committed to getting in better shape. And when the next rock boat comes, we can make that conscious decision that day. It's not all or nothing. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, I have four more points for you because there's five oh. I'm going to give you. That's just mm -hmm. one of them. <laughs> Okay, because yeah. I'm going to give you these five tips, and I'm telling you right now, and really, for those of you out there, you don't need to go buy an expensive program or hire an expensive trainer or start eating, like, all organic food. I'm going to literally tell you five things today that if you do them, you will have huge improvements in your health. And the first one is your steps. So get steps in. That's number one. Chris is writing it down. Mark, are you writing it down? Because, you know, you have a little, you know, watch. i got to charge it. It's not. It's, I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. Okay, so here, here's the next one. All right, so number two, get rid of as much added sugar as you can. Now, let's be realistic. I love a good old-fashioned. I mean, I literally love a good old-fashioned. Right. However, right, if we're adding the, you know, you're adding the things to it, you're, you're adding sugars, you're adding things. Versus like, you know, one of the, my favorite drinks on the boat this year was just the bullet rye 
bourbon, right, with ice. That's yeah. what I drank for literally those. That's what I drank on the boat because I knew I was going to hit up the soft serve machine like multiple times a day. So I was going to, you know, save my sugar for that. And so I cut the sugar in my alcohol. So as much added sugar as you can cut on a daily basis. Now, you know, I'm talking, you know, I start with the things that are more processed. So the processed sugars right now, you're probably asking, well, what about fruit? Well, what about, you know, bananas, like ripe bananas, they have lots of sugar and how I, I think of it like this. And again, we're not going to get into like really specifics on balancing nutrition and how you can blunt your insulin response. Like we're not going to go there today, but what I'll tell you is start with like the added process stuff, like get that stuff out first. Right. And I can tell you that if you make that decision, that is going to be huge. You are going to significantly kind of help where your blood sugars run on a daily basis. If you are diabetic, if you have insulin resistance already, then you know what? We're probably limiting your fruit a little bit, or we're combining your fruit with protein and fat as we eat it. But I'm really talking about the added process stuff. Get rid of as much of it as possible. So, you know, drink smart. I, I was a huge fan of the Diet Coke and vodka this year. Yeah. I feel like that there was pretty... I mean, I felt I feel pretty good. Yeah, and like people a then ask, on my gonna, feet. yeah, I love it. And people are going to ask, well, so you mean isn't diet soda as bad as regular soda? And and the whole idea is that nobody nobody really knows exactly what's happening, but what we do know is that you know potentially there's no calories, so there really shouldn't be an insulin response when you're drinking diet soda. Um, but what I will say is because it, your body is drinking something sweet and there's no calories associated with it, a lot of times it will drive up your hunger. So, you know, just to keep that in mind, but it's still a better decision. So yeah, absolutely. All right. So I got number three for you because I could talk about this for probably 10 hours in a row, so I, I won't keep you that long. Um, but the next thing is going to be to eat enough protein. So if I were to do a nutrition audit on all of you, I can tell you right now, you're not eating enough protein. And I'm not talking about like eating high, a very high protein diet, but I'm talking about eating a really moderate protein diet. So the nutrition plan that I actually created essentially will tell you how much protein to eat based on your height, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. And so what we do is, and, and the other way to do it is if you're actually calculating, you know, calories and macronutrients, it's about 30% of your daily, daily intake should be protein for optimal body composition. Um, to start anyway, we can adjust those numbers as we go. But what that looks like for, for one of you guys, um, cause you're, you're bigger guys, you know, you're tall. So you're going to need about <laughs> closer to five servings of protein a day. So four to five servings of protein a day and protein, a serving of protein is about the size of the palm of your hand. So actually, like if you look at the palm of your hand, it's going to be the palm of your hand. And it's also the same thickness as your, as your palm. And so obviously if you're eating protein shakes or drinking protein shakes or eating packaged things, you can see how much protein is going to be on the label. So a serving of protein for argument's sake is about 30 grams of protein. So if I'm telling you that the three of you probably need five servings, it's because you probably need about 150 grams of protein a day. Um, a lot of times people get really intimidated by that, but what I'll tell you is you have to start really slow. Start with eating three servings of protein a day. And honestly, if everybody ate three servings of protein a day, like men, your, your age and size, I'd say you're going to be in really good shape. I mean, it's a really good place to start. It's really doable. We're talking about three servings of protein a day. So when you're eating, you're making sure you're eating some kind of protein huge advantage, especially as we age, because as we age, we also lose muscle mass, which brings me to my number four point. 
So adding some kind of strength training into your lives, if you can work up to three days a week, but I'm talking like 20 minutes and I'm not talking like going to CrossFit and lifting as heavy as you can. I'm talking like body weight exercises, like on the cruise, on the rock boat, I was in the gym and I did most of my workouts with no weight, even though there was weights available. So I'm talking about air squats. So squatting with your body weight, push-ups, lunges with your body weight. I mean, there's so many other exercises that you can do just with body weight. So getting in a routine where you're moving your body against resistance about three times a week. And like I said, it can be 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. You can go on. I mean, I often put out you know, workouts where I'm just like giving people like workouts that they can do that's with their body weight. And that's a lot of what I do in my business. I go and lead workouts places. So figuring out a routine that you can get behind that you actually enjoy where you are moving your muscles against resistance. That's going to be huge. If you can give us some links, we'll add that for anyone who's new to that, because I think for a lot of people that might be threatening, like, Oh, yeah. lifting and body weight workouts. I, I think how does one get into that? If this is new territory? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good question. And I think you're exactly right. Having something where you feel comfortable enough to put yourself out there and try it and then decide that you did it and it wasn't so bad and that you're willing to try it again. And that's how you get in the habit and a routine of it. And I think a lot of times, like here's a perfect example. So I have some conferences coming up, so I have to kind of be in shape to do these conferences. And so I'm working out more. And this morning I actually had did a lower body routine where I did squats and lunges and step ups and a whole bunch of other things. And then I did my cardio cause I have to do some cardio cause I have to talk while I'm actually working out. So this is like part of my on the job training. Um, when I was doing the cardio after I did some, you know, um, some interval type stuff and my running felt so easy afterwards because I had just done strength training, got the muscles all warmed up. They felt really strong. So then trying to carry just my body weight didn't feel like anything. So that felt good. That's something that I'm going to go and do again because it felt really good. So we have to find things that feel really good so that we can train our brains with positive reinforcement, hit up some dopamine, right? You get that dopamine reward system. We are going to come back and do it again. And that's how the habit forms. So yeah, absolutely. We can get some links. I have a fifth one and this one's yeah. great and it's, uh, it works alcohol. So how much alcohol can you get away with and still be able to really kind of achieve more of an optimal health? Um, there are a so, lot of people sitting yeah. at the edge of their seat right now. Like what's she going to say? I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Yeah, I see yeah, it even. Right? This, this is where I, I sign off. So, I know, I know you're going to be pretty upset, but, but again, it's, it's the idea that you get to decide, right? I'm not taking your alcohol away from you. I'm not right. It's like at the end of the day, you got to decide is your goal worth it. Right. And if it's, if it's not worth it, then like, you know, you, you don't commit to it. Right. But here's how I teach it. So when we're talking about macronutrients, alcohol is very interesting because let's just put it in perspective. So you have carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Carbohydrates and protein have four calories per gram. Fat has nine calories per gram. Alcohol has seven calories per gram. Okay, so alcohol is not actually alcohol pure. I'm not talking about like a pina colada because obviously there's going to be added sugar and carbohydrates there. But pure alcohol, it's not a carbohydrate. It's not a protein. It's not a fat. It doesn't really fit in anywhere. In fact, it doesn't even fit in how our body stores it. So our body cannot store 
alcohol. Do you ever notice when somebody gets really, really wasted, they're sweating out the alcohol? It's because their body cannot store it. And so what happens then is your body is going to burn alcohol before it burns anything else because there's no place to store it. Okay. So seven huh. calories per gram. Yeah. So that's, that's the truth. There's no place to store. Wow. It doesn't get stored in your liver. It doesn't, it's, it's not, it doesn't get stored there. Like it doesn't get stored. And so, so you're saying it really did fuel Chris throughout all of COVID. Yes. Yes, I am. And, and I can smell when somebody's totally wasted and they're pretending they're not because they smell like it and because their body can't store it. Okay. Really interesting points here. I know. Super cool. I love it. So what do I tell people? Like if they're like, I want to lose optimal weight, like I want optimal weight loss. So optimal weight loss. Remember you're keeping your muscle, you're losing body fat because you don't want to lose your muscle because then you're screwed because then you can't ever eat again or you'll gain it all back. That's what's going to happen. It's true. I'm telling you. Um, so the idea is that most people are going to be able to drink about four drinks per week. It's going to be about a bottle of wine or the equivalent, right? Per week. And that's what I'm talking about in terms of fat loss. And, so like, this starts when, off like, so like, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, so Sunday bottle, Monday bottle, that's the week before and then the week upcoming. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could, you could do it that way. I mean, you could, you could do like, you know, a heavy hitter and, and do it that way. Um, you know, here's the thing. Everybody's different. So I'm not saying you couldn't get away with more. You, you probably could. You guys are bigger guys. Like, I mean, you, I, okay, fine. You can get, you can probably go with one and a half bottles. I'm saying like there six drinks, pro probably. If I'm being really honest with you. That's that right? I got high hopes. <laughs> you know, and to be honest in the beginning, like, let's say that you're on this op optimal weight loss journey in the beginning, you're going to be able to get away with a lot more. So mm -hmm. just remember that, like, and I don't like to take things away from people. So I usually say, you know what? Drink what you're normally drinking <laughs> in most cases. Get your steps in. Do your strength training. Get rid of your sugar. Eat enough protein. And honestly, like, you'll see changes. And then as we start to kind of, like, improve and improve and improve and you start maybe plateauing, then we change something. So I like to do, like, minimal changes up front. And that's because they're going to be more doable. And I like to get you really kind of honed in and teed, teed in and teed up on doing these things that actually you can do. And then we go from there. So if alcohol is like a big sticking point, then, then don't get rid of it. But here's what I'd say, like, go more, go pure. Like, so try going bullet and ice, try going like vodka, diet Coke, whatever, try to really see what, you know, any vodka sodas, like anything with like zero calorie mixers, just the pure alcohol. Cause if you're going with one shot of, or one and a half ounces, right. Of straight liquor, you're looking at about 105 or so 110 calories, right? Not a big deal. Glass of wine, like a six ounce pour, six ounce pour, not like a 16 ounce pour, but a six ounce pour is about 125 calories. So if you go pure, you're going to be okay. Just mind the sizes and, and just drink what you really enjoy. And so Mark and I laugh because if we go out and the old fashioned sucks, I literally don't care how much it costs. I won't drink it or I'll order another shot and like make it good because I'm not, so that's another point that I love to talk about, get snobby with your extras. And sometimes people don't love this because they think I'm a snob when I say this, but I'm saying your health is dependent on it. Like if you don't make a decision to get snobby with things like sugar and alcohol, 
like the alternative is that like you're not going to make huge changes but if you can get snobby and you yeah you drink what you want you eat what you want but it's like really good it's worth it then so again i could go for another 10 days on this but these are just some tips and kind of things that you can start implementing you don't really need a whole lot of guidance or even like a big program to get started these will work and in fact i worked with a male physician recently and i gave him these five things and he lost 20 pounds in like 12 weeks kept it off feels better than ever he still drinks he still does his stuff but he feels amazing so it's worth it you're worth it awesome. and join us on this journey so we're going to be transparent yeah. with our commitment to this and what we're doing uh just because you know what you as a rockboat family are motivation for us so we know it's it's hard to hold ourselves accountable i don't i, I maybe i'm speaking for myself but when the three of us are committed to this and if we get your support uh it's going to make a big difference and the truth is we all need to uh, to make some changes because I hear 40% longer longevity. That's 40% more rock boats. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, I want to live right. my life rock boat to the next rock boat. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing too, that's really interesting is that, you know, you're right. And like, if you're feeling better, you're going to want to party even harder, right? Like maybe that's the week where you like let loose and you do a little bit more and that's fine. And then you'll realize why you don't do a little bit more all the time anymore. <laughs> right. And so like what I'd say is, you know, just evaluate where you are, right? Like, and Mark's goal is not going to be the same exact as Chris's goal is not going to be the same exact as Eamon's goal is not going to be the same exact as my goal. And you can still have soft serve and you can still have the Elvis burritos and you can still like have the drinks and the champagne. I don't know when they, the, all that group that gets like, all the champagne bottles. Yeah. You can, the mimosa, the bloodies, you can do like all those things. Right. But what I'm saying is right now, what little small changes can you make on a day to day? Because they will make a difference. And that's the issue. The issue is that most people think that little small changes don't make a difference, but that is the answer that those are, that I'm telling you, I'm, I used to be one of those people that said that the small things don't make any difference. I said that all the time, the all or none thinking, but now I'm here to tell you that that is a bunch of crap. And so <laughs> make the small changes. Awesome. Love it. Some amazing advice. Thank I get you. really hyped up there. Is this what happens when you come on the boat cast? You get hyped up. Can I pretend I'm a singer? Do you want me to sing something? <laughs> I'm with do the band. You, do you have any favorite rock boat moments from this year? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, uh, uh, you know, bringing, bringing the girls, our girls on the boat was, was really cool. Um, well, I, I do have some moments. So uh, we had the girls ask the artists like one question because our older one tends to be really shy. So we thought this would be a cool thing for her. And I have a couple of funny stories. So one of the highlights, um, so we got to meet American authors and um, Zach, correct? Mm -hmm. Who's, yep. Right. So we were talking with him and the older, our older daughter said, what was, what was the best day of your life? And he shared this awesome story, this awesome personal story. He really took his time to explain it to her. And it was just really meaningful. That was a huge moment. Number one, um, another funny moment was when same daughter, um, Mark drummer, sister Hazel, he was, uh, you know, looking down and signing some things. And the older daughter, Betsy says, how are you? Because I said, if you don't know what to say, just ask how you are. Just ask how you are. And Mark didn't hear her, so he didn't pay attention. And she was like, 
how are you? And he still didn't hear her, and he still didn't pay attention. And finally, she's like, how are you? And it just was like the funniest thing. It was the cutest thing. Um, so that was really neat. The girls are obsessed with mom rock. Like, they really, they, like, are totally into them. I think just that, you know, they them finding like their space on the boat was really cool to watch. I wasn't sure what it was going to be like, but it was my favorite boat. So I would say like, you know, them seeing things for the first time, I'd say you all coming into your element, you do so much for the rock boat. I mean, truly, you know, the hours that you take to not only interview the artists, but the hours that Chris takes to research them, to reach out to managers, to set up the interviews, right? Like you all like take time. You're all professionals working full-time jobs and you take your time because this is really important to you. And I think that it's inspiring to me because, you know, I'm a workaholic. I work all the time. And I think that this was one of the first things recently that I said, oh my gosh, you can like actually have fun. Like you can actually have a passion project that's just like really fun and it's really meaningful to a lot of people. And I just really appreciate all that you do. And I think that, um, it's just, it's really just, gosh, like you bring the rock boat like to us every week. And I feel like you've really helped to even curate like how I view the rock boat and what I think of the rock boat. And this community for many of us is just, it's really important. So what you do is awesome. So that was really cool to see you all in your element. Um, and then just like new friends, like Allison Hammer, Allie Hammer, like I made, you know, we became good friends and that's been really special. I green light morning. I mean, they're just such great guys. Now I would love to see JD Iker on the rock boat. If I'm being honest, because that would be pretty amazing. So hopefully in the future we'll see him. Uh, I don't know. I could keep going. Like you all have really made me a rock boat lover. I've always liked the rock boat, but I think I love the rock boat now. And, uh, I really appreciate you letting me talk about health as it relates to the, to the rock boat, because, you know, yeah, most people might not think health when they think boatcast, but we're going to change that image. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited. And I would like to, yeah, I'd like to have my passion project be the, um, well, I don't want to put myself out there, but I'm just going to say I will be the uh, consultant to the, the boatcast as it relates to your your goals it's this heavy, year. It's a heavy Finally, someone wants to work with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, it's always awesome when, you know, it was flattering what you said, Allie, uh, about our podcast and being in the element, but it's, it's always nice when someone takes time out of their, you're very busy. Um, I know that you are and it's always flattering when someone takes time out of their busy work schedule to come on, talk about something that was, you know, life changing, like such as the rock boat, but then infuse it with what you do professionally. And, um, I'm, I'm extremely thankful. And I know the boaters that are listening to this, hearing these, these, these small achievable tips and goals that, that you'd put out there today. Um, I know it will land on someone's ears. I know the three of us, it lands, you know, it's landing on us, but, I'm confident it will land on, on someone's ears. And even if it helps one person, you know, um, I'd say mission, mission accomplished. Well, and the other thing I didn't, and I don't, I don't know if I'm, I kind of don't even want to say anything, but you all know you're missing out by not going to the gym on the rock boat because you know, all the artists go to the gym at a certain time and I know what that time is. And that's when I go. 
And I'm just saying that I'd like to give a shout out because Zach from American Authors was on the treadmill. He was running. Okay. I know what artists work out. I know which ones are showing up. Okay. And so like if you want. There's a scorecard. Yeah. um, There was, you know, they were there. They were were doing their thing. So um, I think that's just, yeah. So anyways, if you need times and schedules of the gym and when people (laughs) prefer the gym, happy to put them out there on the rock boat schedule. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This uh, it's it's the only way to kick off this season opener here with and looking forward to the next boat. And you know what we're gonna do, Allie? We're gonna reach back out to you throughout the year on like major events, like you know, uh, being mindful of things like when like you know the holidays might be coming around, or like St. Patrick's Day, or we've got the Super Bowl coming up, those types of things, and. Um, just infusing some mindful, healthy tips. And then maybe we'll incorporate it with some of the artists that are coming on um, on the boat or on our podcast, and we can infuse it with good music, good eats, and uh, love it. we'll go from there. I love it. Put me in, coach. <laughs> You're the coach. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Put me in, guys. <laughs> Team. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for coach. having me. Thank you, Allie. Thanks so All much right, for yes. having me. Thank you, Allie. Take care. See you on a boat. See you. Peace. <laughs> on boat. Well, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I'll, I'll be I'll be hitting my steps tomorrow. But you will. All right. Well, all good things must come to an end. Uh, but we have a, a special podcast. Big, big, big podcast coming out. Chris, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, this is the artist episode. Yeah. Yeah, um, we have this person has been on <clears throat> has been on a number of boats. Uh, and this year this person is is going to be back on the boat. Mm-hmm. And we are really really excited to be able to say that we have <laughs> Wait, did you just say the name? I did. Was it not supposed to? Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to have to edit that out. You're going to just, I guess we'll just have, if you want to hear who it is, you'll just have to keep tuning in. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Well, listeners, thank you so much. Mark Amon, thank you. And I'm excited for season three. Thank you, Allie. And um, hey, see you on a boat. See you on a boat. See you on a boat. Boat. See you guys.